this is Tiger Talk. So this is Mr. Goff today. I'm picking up the slack for uh, my podcasting class here in Tiger Talk. Uh, since the students have been out due to our county being red, I thought I would go around the school a bit and talk to some of my associates. Um, today I'm going to sit down with Coach Hill. Coach Hill is our PE teacher. He also uh, has a film appreciation class. He is the trainer for the football team. And today uh, we're going to highlight specifically a cool program he started um, here at the school that um, I don't know that I'd ever see uh, would have happened in this day and age, but I'm, I'm glad it is. But it's a, a program he got a grant through the NRA to have, and I'm going to let him describe it and go into a little more detail, but um, about gun safety and uh, target shooting uh, that he does sets up in the gymnasium. So I'm going to let him talk more on that, but Coach Hill, thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit um, how you came about finding the grant and a little bit about what it encompasses and such. Yeah, well, uh, first off, thanks for having me. Um, second, uh, we'll go over a little bit of kind of what, what led us down this road uh, to implementing this program. Um, the first thing is, in, in the PE class in general, I, I want to try to give the kids some exposure to things that they would not encounter in a normal PE setting. Um, you know, generally when you think of phys ed, you probably think of, you know, basketball, volleyball, kickball, you know, those types dodgeball. of... <laughs> dodgeball. back in the day. Um, but those types of things. And while we do uh, have our fair share of, of more of that traditional stuff, I wanted to try to um, incorporate some non-traditional things that the kids uh, probably had not had any experience with and kind of introduce them to that. So along those lines, we do things like uh, we work with Mr. Myers, and he does um, a unit on the Scottish Highland Games that he participates in. We do a unit on yoga, uh, which generally is coupled with um, some, some weightlifting. And um, then the third thing is the, the BB gun uh, unit. And that kind of brings us to the second reason that we got or that I chose the, the BB gun competition. And that is uh, shooting sports are something that are important to me. Uh, it's something that I compete in in my free time, uh, done competitions in uh, several different disciplines, you know, pistol, rifle, uh, even some shotgun at times. And uh, that was passed on to me from my dad, uh, who was a big supporter of shooting sports as well as a competitor. Um, so that was something that was uh, near and dear to me uh, that I wanted to, to uh, give the kids some exposure to. And then the third reason is that I think at heart all kids have a, a desire to be competitive at something, at least to some extent. And the problem is that not all kids are geared to compete in a traditional sense with your sports like football, basketball, volleyball, baseball, softball, whatever it is. Um, not everyone is on equal footing as far as their athleticism goes. So shooting sports is a way that 
those kids that may not be or feel that they are on um, a, a level playing field as far as their athleticism goes, that they can still compete. Because you do not have to have a specific 40 time or vertical jump or bench press to be able to compete in, shoot, in shooting sports. It's something anyone can do. And uh, the competition can be against others or it can be against yourself. Uh, you know, when you're just uh, punching holes in paper, you can always try to, to make your holes as small as possible. So you can compete against yourself, um, or if, if you so choose, you can get into a more um, structured competition and compete against other people. But I think that's important to, uh, to give kids an outlet, something that they can take pride in and be competitive in, even though they may not be able to compete or feel that they can compete in a, in a traditional athletic sense. Yeah, I think that's a good point because um, I think a lot of times you think of PE and people that have uh, maybe bad memories of PE due to its physicality. And so I like how you're saying, I'm picking a few things that while you're still doing a lot of physical sporting, uh, typical traditional sporting events, you're picking stuff that, I mean, you can do this in a, a wheelchair, you could do it, uh, it doesn't matter your skill level, you're kind of breaking it down to very simplistic, and it's probably easier, I don't know, a lot of things, it's probably easier to teach a kid to shoot who's never shot and developed bad habits, and so that you've got a lot of blank canvases. So you got this through the, you got the grant through the National Rifle Association, correct? Correct. Um, <clears throat> I, actually, I actually had um, reach out to, uh, well, my dad at the time and some others who are members of the uh, Friends of NRA chapter, uh, in I believe it's the Blennerhassett chapter, and they uh, made me aware of a grant program that was uh, available through the NRA Foundation. Um, they specifically look to uh, programs that are you know educational and involve youth and things like that. So I thought it was a pretty good matchup for what we were trying to do. So I applied for that grant and and did receive it. It covered all of our um, equipment and expenses and uh, so we are uh, or I'm thankful to the NRA Foundation for for providing us with that. So walk through some of uh, when you say all the equipment uh, I can see it here but for the listeners kind of break down what equipment you have and once you set it up what a what a day would look like when it's it's time to break these bad boys out. So <clears throat> the the rifle we use is a daisy 499B single shot BB gun. Um, if you've ever, when you were a kid, had a, uh, a single cock daisy uh, or, you know, seen a Christmas story huh. with the Red Rider, it's very similar to that. The only difference, or two main differences are that, that the, um, the 499B is a target uh, BB gun. So it is a single shot. Uh, you just drop a single BB down the barrel to load it. And, <clears throat> excuse me, it's equipped with a, uh, a peep sight, which is kind of different from your traditional um, Red Rider type BB gun and, and is designed specifically for target shooting uh, at the distance, uh, five meter distance that the competition consists of. Uh, aside from that, there are <clears throat> specific targets uh, that, are, that are designed for the five meter competition. Um, we, as we do shoot from five meters, which is just a little over 16 feet, so it's not a great distance, 
the competition is geared towards uh, accuracy uh, and, and the guns are not particularly powerful so they're designed to, to shoot and shoot well at that distance and, and not much beyond that. And then um, other than that <clears throat> we kind of had to get a little creative as far as coming up with a way to to hold this competition in the gym. So I uh, went to Mr. Cheeseman in the shop, had him construct us some um, target stands uh, out of two by fours. And then what we did after that was we basically hung some blankets on the target stands that we can attach our targets to so that the BBs, um, once they pass through the target, they hit the blankets and then they fall straight down. And then we put some uh, some cheap Dollar General blankets on the ground underneath the targets and collect all the BBs so they don't roll all over the gym. And that may give some uh, nervous parents if they're listening to this a little. Obviously, if a, a very thin blanket's going to stop the BB, your kids are probably <clears throat> fairly safe. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, pretty neat. Um, I always, I guess I thought when I think of target shooting and I'm not as into the world of target shooting as you are, I think of like long distance stuff you see on YouTube and stuff and you probably don't see a lot of five meter stuff, but is this all freestanding too, five meters or is there a prone category or? Yeah, there's actually three positions that you shoot from. Uh, you shoot from standing, uh, you shoot from one knee and then you shoot from sitting and, um, you can support the gun as best that you can in any, in any of the positions. So when you're on one knee, you can use your, uh, your up knee as a rest. When you are on the ground sitting, as long as your rear end is, is touching the ground, you can bend your knees and kind of use those for a rest. The only rules are that you have to have one knee on the ground from the kneeling position and, and your bottom has to be on the ground in the sitting position. Um, as far as how have, now is this your second year you've instituted this? Or? Uh, when we do it this year, it'll be the third. Okay. And what, what's the uh, outcome and the, what, are, what do the kids say once you get a break? The students, when you get to break these out, are they, they love it, whatever? Yeah, I think the first year we did it, they, they were a little unsure about it just mm -hmm. because it's not something that you would traditionally do. But uh, I think they really enjoyed it that year, and, and word kind of got out about it. And, and since then, in the subsequent years, when I have mentioned it at the beginning of the year, something that we do, I usually see a lot of smiles or fist pumps, things like that. I think the kids are, like I said, word's got out. It's something we do in, in ninth grade gym. And so when they get to ninth grade, it's something they look forward yeah. to. Um, I think I would have really enjoyed it when I was in school. I think it's good that you're teaching, because I know you've kind of got a passion for shooting. So it really lines up uh, where you would have maybe have someone that's not as interested. You've got a background in it. Like you said, you did it with your dad probably since you were little. So you've got a lot of experience. And even though they're just uh, you know 16 feet with a BB gun, there's a lot to learn there. And, and uh, I know we've talked uh, a lot, and you're very knowledgeable. So what as far as safety goes, is there a safety uh, component you feature with the class? Yeah, that's, that's actually the first thing we do before we ever – even discuss the competition itself, let alone put put uh, rifles in their hands and, and have them start shooting. We go over safety, and um, you know things we talk about first and foremost is even though this is a single shot, single cock BB gun, we treat it the same as we would any other. We treat it the same as we would a high powered rifle, which is 
you know, the gun is, the barrel of the gun is always pointed in a safe direction, uh, which for purposes of being in the gym, we consider up. Um, just because the BBs are steel, uh, they will bounce. And so if the barrel were pointed down and the gun were to discharge, there does exist a, the possibility of a BB ricocheting off the gym floor. So for purposes of being in the gym, the safe position of the barrel is always up. And do they wear safety glasses when they shoot too, correct? Yes, everyone has to have safety glasses on at any time um, that the guns are being used. And the guns do have, are, are equipped with a safety and the guns need to be on safety and the cocking lever needs to be in the down position until they're ready to shoot. Uh, that's just kind of another, the, the trigger will not uh, release when the cocking lever is in the down position. So with the cocking lever down and the gun safety on, we have a two, two uh, part safety there on the guns. Um, a question I had, and now this is politics aside, we could, we could go down a deep rabbit hole here, but you grew up with guns around your dad. You've shot a lot more than I have. Uh, I usually uh, shoot before deer season to sight my gun in and then shoot at deer. And that's, I don't do as much target shooting as I would like to. We've talked about going and we haven't. But what, what level do you think, um, and I, I don't know how to phrase this maybe the best, but what level of uh, growing up and being taught to respect firearms leads to uh, a difference in how you approach them when you get a little older and you have a little more independence? Uh, if you're like me, my dad... Would hand, he would hand it to me. I would get a shoot it. He would hand it back when he was teaching me. It wasn't like he just sent me out to bring home supper. And then I subsequently had to earn like a BB gun and prove I could use it before I ever got to go hunting with anything higher up. So I learned uh, he was always very, very, be very conscious of muzzle awareness, uh, treat every gun like it's loaded. What, what do you think teaching, uh, either growing up with guns or uh, having a certain amount of respect translates later in life to i don't know we're, we're our world's filled with uh, shootings and um just obviously using guns for what people most people would would find abhorrent so what what do you think i guess what i'm asking is being taught does being taught to respect a gun early translate into uh, a better lifestyle around it i think it does um you know, when you're when you're talking about the, the political side of it, uh, you know, opinions vary, and whatever your opinions are, you're entitled to them. Sure. Uh, you know, I I like to try to provide some basic education on, on shooting sports, firearms, things like that. But at the end of the day, if you disagree, if that goes against your uh, opinions or beliefs, that's fine. Uh, you know, everyone's entitled to their own. Um, and, and this is not, I don't force this on anyone. If they have a, a reason um, that they would rather not participate, that's fine. Now I may ask them to, to vocalize or explain their reasoning to yeah. me. Um, but if they can do that, that's fine. The, the thing um, about firearms is, and like you said, there's, there's a lot of um, deferring opinions or, or disagreement on the subject. I do think being brought up uh, and being taught respect for firearms, I think that's the, the biggest uh, thing that you have to remember with any, any type of firearm is, is you have to respect it at all times. Um, but that's the same with a lot of things. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, when, when you get behind the wheel, you have to have a healthy respect for the vehicle you're driving, you know. Um, being that we're in a more rural area, I think, generally speaking, kids are introduced and have experience with firearms, maybe more so than in a, in a more populated urban area just because you know hunting and things like sure. that are, are pretty typical in areas like this but I do think when you're when you are brought up and exposed to um, firearms taught this the proper handling and use taught all the safety taught to have a respect for what they are and what they can do um, I hate to say it because I don't want to give a the wrong uh, idea but I think you, there's a, a comfort level that comes with that and, and when I say that I'm not saying that you should ever get comfortable and let your guard down right. and, and things like that but I think there is a more a, a comfort level that comes with with possessing that knowledge versus someone who has no insight no education no knowledge and just sees the the negative examples like you mentioned that show up on the news or in the newspaper mm -hmm. yeah and then there's a there's a stigma of fear that comes from that and gets associated with um, firearms so yeah there is a, a kind of a, a demystifying if you will of firearms in general that comes with just education and respect and so that's something i'm trying to to pass on yeah, and that's seems like, I mean, anything that's uh, dangerous, you know, I don't, I don't hand my five-year-old a hammer. Exactly. And say, well, you'll figure it out, you know. Uh, I want him to be comfortable with it. I don't want him to bash his brother on the head. But, yeah, I think anything, I think sometimes we get caught up, um, uh, you know, the saying, a few bad apples ruins the whole bunch. And I think what a, a gun is capable of versus how respectfully you can use it are very varying. But uh, it, I think it's very important that we instill in uh, not only children, but even teenagers. Because this may be the first time, you know, we're in a rural area. Most of them hunt. But I'm sure you have students who at 15 years old or 14, 15, this is their first experience handling a firearm. Absolutely. And so the fact that we're giving them, a, you know, like we kind of talked about, teaching them the what, how to treat it rather than just, it's not a Nerf gun. It's not, you know. It's not the Wild West. Have some respect. Yeah, there's usually a pretty healthy mix every year. I mean, I have kids that, like you said, have been, their dad took them out when they were five years old and started them off with a BB gun or a 22. And by the time they're 14, 15 years old in the ninth grade, they've, you know, got deer heads mounted on the wall from all the hunting they've done. And yeah. I also have, there's always a few every year that have never handled a gun, never fired a gun. So, um, it's a pretty, in my opinion, it's a pretty good setting for those kids to get their first experience because uh, I know exactly the level of, of detail that they're getting as far as education and safety is concerned, and they're, they're in a controlled, pretty controlled environment to have their first experience. Excellent. Well, hey, man, uh, I think that kind of will wrap it up for today. I appreciate you sitting down with me. Uh, in lieu of our students being here. I know we're excited to have them back also, but I thought it'd be neat to touch base. I'm sure uh, both students and parents alike and maybe the community, whoever might possibly listen to this, uh, would be interested. You know, you hear about, um, oh, they've got guns in school again. And I don't know that I ever thought this would happen. I know 
I was grew up in an era where you didn't bring a gun in your back glass, but you know you hear a lot of the well when I was a kid. Well, yeah, yeah, back in the day, uh, you know, I was in school and uh, high school through the early to mid '90s, and and yeah, it was not uncommon uh, to see a shotgun in the back window of a truck when someone had turkey hunted that morning and, and yeah. come to school in the afternoon. But um, I just, you know, like I said, it, it's another um, opportunity uh, for kids to get involved in something um, that they can, you know, put, put work into, practice at, take pride in, be competitive in. Um, there are several opportunities to shoot competitively here in the Mid-Ohio Valley, everything ranging from, you know, uh, pistols, uh, more action-oriented pistol matches, all the way up to uh, long-range rifle shooting or even um, 22 caliber rifle shooting right here in, in the county. Uh, and, and, you know, also there are educational opportunities that come with shooting sports as well. I mean, West Virginia University yeah. has the most dominant rifle team in the country. I don't they've won 17, 18, 19 national championships or something like that. And in fact, in the uh, most recent Summer Olympics, four years ago, the very first gold medal won in that Olympics was won uh, by an 18-year-old female named Jenny Thrasher, who was a freshman at WVU. That's awesome. I did not in the, realize that. In, in, in riflery, um, they shoot small bore, which is 22 caliber and um, rimfire, and they also shoot air rifle. So, and they've got some wicked looking, uh, I saw one of their competition rifles at a gun show, and it's, if yeah. you've never seen one up close, it is a Yeah, they're, they're fine-tuning machines, yeah. Uh, but it still takes a lot of skill to, to sure. operate, and you know, you can have the, the fanciest rifle you want, and it's, it's only as good as the person behind it, so, um, but yeah, like I said, so, you know, maybe the kids do it and do it in gym class and that's it and that's fine but maybe it um, you know maybe it's something that, that speaks to them and inspires them to to take up being competitive on a, on a local level or maybe even pursue it after high school so outstanding yeah perfect well hey I think uh, I think that'll wrap it up thanks for sitting down with us and uh, uh, appreciate hearing about this so uh, listeners thank you and we'll uh, we'll be back soon Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Tiger Talk. Please visit us at www.workcountyschools.com for more information on Work County High School. Go Tigers!